0: Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover immediate post delivery IUD insertion. The IUD and contraceptive implant. Collectively, known as LARCs or long-acting reversible contraceptives, are safe and highly effective for most females, including adolescents. The success of LARCs in reducing unintended pregnancy and abortion rates could be extended if initiated immediately postpartum. Now remember that both IUD and the contraceptive implant are endorsed by the American College of OBGYN for immediate postpartum use intrauterine device placement while still in the delivery room is referred to as post-placental insertion. OBGYNs and other obstetric care providers should discuss LARCs during the antepartum period and counsel all pregnant women about options for immediate postpartum initiation. According to the college, between 40 and 57 percent of women report having unprotected sex before the routine six-week postpartum visit. Ovulation can occur at a mean of 39 days postpartum in non-lactating women, and it can occur as early as 25 days, putting postpartum women at risk for unintended and short interval pregnancy. In the first year postpartum, at least 70% of pregnancies are unintended. Between 12 and 50% of postpartum adolescents experience short interval pregnancy defined as pregnancy within the first year of delivery. Short interval pregnancies are most often unintended and are an independent risk factor for preterm delivery and other adverse neonatal outcomes. The immediate postpartum period has several potential benefits for implant insertion or IUD placement because women are known to not be pregnant at that time, of course, and many women are motivated to avoid a short interval pregnancy. Placing LARCs in the immediate postpartum period is additionally attractive because many women, including those at highest risk of a short interpregnancy interval, have low postpartum follow-up. According to the college, about 10 to 40% of women do not attend a postpartum visit, and between 40 and 75% of women who plan on getting an IUD postpartum will not get it. Now, remember that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Medical Eligibility Criteria, or the MEC chart, can be easily found online and can help provide other guidance. Specifically, immediate postpartum initiation of both IUDs and implants are categorized by the CDC as Category 1, meaning no restrictions for use, or Category 2, which means that the advantage generally outweigh any theoretical or even proven risks. Regarding the implant, the contraceptive implant may be inserted in the delivery room or at any time during the woman's stay in the postpartum unit before hospital discharge. Now, there are no contraindications or risks specific to the postpartum period, with the exception of theoretical issues on breastfeeding, which have now been largely disproven. Once again, even in breastfeeding women, the use of the eternogestrel or the progestin implant is not a contraindication. Regarding the intrauterine device, after vaginal delivery, IUD insertion can be accomplished manually or with a ring or Kelly forceps. The IUD is removed from the inserter and the strings are cut to 10 centimeters or so. The wings of the IUD are grasped gently with the ring forceps and the IUD is passed through the cervix and placed at the fundus. Ultrasonographic guidance can be used if desired. Now, in the setting of a C-section, the IUD is inserted after removal of the placenta and after the uterus has become hemostatic. After starting closure of the uterine incision, the IUD is placed at the fundus with either the inserter, it can be placed manually, or with ring forceps. And the strings are gently placed either manually or with ring forceps through the cervix. After this is accomplished, hysterotomy closure can then be completed. Now, remember, for the IUD postpartum insertion, some contraindications exist, and that is peripartum chorioamnionitis, endometritis, or in patients that have puberal sepsis, the IUD should not be placed. Okay, when we come back, let's take a look at a very recent 2018 study, which showed that the rates of postpartum IUD expulsion actually varies by the type of device inserted and by the timing of its placement. The risk of an IUD being expelled when inserted early after a woman has given birth is linked to the timing of device placement. IUD type and the woman's route of delivery. This is according to a new meta-analysis published in October 2018 in Obstetrics and Gynecology. Expulsion occurs substantially more often the sooner the IUD was placed after giving birth, even after accounting for quality and follow-up duration of the studies included. Vaginal delivery and a levonorgestrel device, as opposed to a copper one, were also linked to greater risk of expulsion. The risk of an intrauterine device being expelled when inserted early after a woman has given birth is linked to the timing of the device placement, the IUD type, and the woman's route of delivery. This is according to a new meta-analysis published in the October 2018 issue of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Expulsion occurred substantially more often the sooner the IUD was placed after giving birth, the study found, even after accounting for quality and follow-up duration of the studies. Vaginal delivery and a levonorgestrel device, as opposed to a copper one, were also linked to greater risk of expulsion. Now, here's what the data looked like. Expulsion rates were lowest, at about 2%, when the IUD was placed as an interval procedure. That means inserted at least 4 weeks postpartum. However, remember that a lot of women don't keep that postpartum follow-up. So as attractive as that low expulsion rate is, you have to balance that with the low risk of follow-up in postpartum women. By comparison, 10% of IUDs placed within the first 10 minutes after vaginal delivery were expelled, but 30% of those that were inserted between 10 minutes and 4 weeks were expelled. So it seems that placement within the first 10 minutes, according to this study, is preferred since the exposure rate is only 10%, whereas about 30% if inserted after the first 10 minutes. Remember, the data also showed that rates of expulsion also varied by the route of delivery and by the IUD type. Women who gave birth vaginally were about five times more likely to experience an expulsion compared with those who had a cesarean section. IUDs containing levonorgestrel were almost twice as likely to come out compared with the copper T IUDs. Nonetheless, the use of postpartum larks is still endorsed and still recommended by the American College of OBGYN, once again, because of the high rate of no shows in the postpartum visit. Also, the risks of a short interpregnancy interval are much higher than any potential risk of expulsion. So remember, both the next planon or the eternorgestrol insert and the IUD families, whether progestational or copper T in type, should be encouraged for use in the immediate postpartum period. Well, that wraps up our podcast covering the committee opinion from the ACOG from 2016, as well as a new October 2018 study regarding expulsion rates of postpartum IUD insertion from the October edition of Obstetrics and Gynecology. We'll see you next time.